Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. And uh, tonight we got uh, a couple dudes we just met. We got Jizzle, right? Jizzle? And Blow yeah, from Chase a Plate. Before we get going, because this is going to help me and it's going to help all the listeners as well. You guys, I guess, introduce not just yourselves, but I guess start off with yourselves and just who you are and exactly what Chase a Plate is about. Because you guys hit me up on Instagram. And uh, I saw you guys were from Baltimore. You hit me up under the Instagram name uh, Stock Market Wolves. I think I don't know who that was. It hit me up, but I was like, I was like, yo. And then you were like, yo, but follow this Instagram page. I was like, all right, which one are they promoting? Is Stock Market Wolves a, one of your guys' personal pages, or yeah, what is? It's, uh, it's one of our friends that's in the group. The, uh page. Okay, cool. So how many how many people are involved with the Chase a Plate thing? It's six of us in total. And what is that exactly? Chase a Plate? Yeah. So we basically, uh, we we are clothing brand, also entertainment. We got entertainment too. We do YouTube and, and we got some other things coming up soon. And basically in the long term goal, we want to inspire people to chase their dreams, chase their goals regardless of the obstacles. You know, Baltimore got a lot of talent for real. But Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So would you guys consider yourself, I guess, like a... Uh, a town, I, I don't know what the best way to put it, like, you guys, like, build artists and just anybody who does anything they're trying to do. Like, yeah, in, any business. You got your own business we want to support. We want to use the platform of YouTube and other platforms to promote other people. So Nice. And, and we just oh, want to yeah. inspire. And you guys yeah. are both out of, uh, I guess, you said West Baltimore area? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And I saw you guys were trying to get into the podcast, I mean, because that was, uh, whoever was hitting me up was like, yo, we're trying to think about doing a podcast and stuff like that. And you asked me a couple questions. What is the podcast about? Kind of the same deal, I guess? Yeah, for sure. That's dope, dude. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Is that a... Chase a plate shirt you got yeah, on. It's a chase a plate shirt. We got we two, got we got two. shirts too. Yeah, oh got shit! Yo, what was that? Yeah, we got a couple yeah. different versions. I actually, yeah, that's sick. Okay. Folks, for the audio listeners, we got some dope ass shirts. We got a logo. All this guy sees is money, right here. We got his eyes lit up. Yeah, Can't wait definitely. to rock this shit. And he's chasing a plate, and on his plate. Is Cash. more fucking money, baby. That's that money, that good. guap, that cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So how did you guys meet? How long have you guys known each other? We went to high school together. Yeah. Where'd you guys go? Uh, city. Yeah, shit. City, okay. Dope, dope. Put that more. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, dope, dope, dope. So you guys met at City, and you guys are young too, right? So yeah. like 21, 22. Yeah, I'm 18. Yeah, I'm 21. Oh, okay, damn. Fucking over here serving underage liquors. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Don't worry. I'm the driver. We're going to be good. <laughs> so what's what's your plan in terms of like, because you guys are obviously starting out very grassroots. So what's like, what's your way of building yourself? You said, mentioned starting out off of YouTube, I guess, trying to just put out like comedy content or just like just talking about random stuff on YouTube or what, what is your plan to like build your brand? So on YouTube, we, we, we take topics that's, that's popping, like topics that's trending, you feel me? Then we, we give our view on it. On a, it's a comedic side, but also serious too, just being ourselves on that. And we're going to keep supporting other people. People support us, just market, just network. And yeah, you feel me? Hell yeah. Dope. And I guess like uh, like Instagram Live and shit's like a big thing too. You guys were talking about like the Carter Five review you guys were doing. Yeah. yeah. We so basically like we trying to use social media platform to like push a lot of things because a lot of people get on Instagram like for showing off purposes, but we really trying to use it like as a platform to help other people be seen and to help us be seen. 
I agree with that, man. I think that's so, because before the podcast we were talking, we were saying, like, you know, Baltimore has a lot of talent. But I think one of the things that Baltimore has been missing for the longest time is somebody to kind of like bring it all together. It seems like a lot of people, even like even like the West East divide. Do you guys feel any of that? Because I know you guys you guys are from over West. Do you feel any of that? Like people over East fuck with you guys, or is there anything like that? Um, well, yeah. I mean, pretty much we get love from around the city. Like everybody, yeah. like they fucking with us, we fucking with them pretty much. So like, mm-hmm. it's not even a territorial thing yeah. so much. I know with Baltimore, like even. We used to go to like parties at the clubs and stuff. They had an AE side, A West yeah, side. Like, yeah. it, I get the division part, but mm-hmm. yeah, not with us. No, we not divided. We just actually trying to unite it and cut the East side, West side, yeah, South no. side. We just Baltimore. Most Hell yeah, dope. Cause we we different from everybody. We Baltimore. Yeah, yeah it's very true, yeah. man. It's very true. We got something special going on here, man. Baltimore is also like not a big enough city to like you have that divide. Like, yeah. Everyone should just be helping each other out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're like a major city, but we're kind of fucking small. So if you divide that up into quarters and shit, like, oh, South Baltimore, East Baltimore, that's much like, how do you expect anybody to come up? You know, exactly. it's not yeah. enough. Exactly. We might as well just come together. You think work as a team. We so smart. We might as well work as a team. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool being, because we're a little bit older than you. Like I said, Eric and I are both 26. And like just coming up, even from my generation, which I guess is the same generation. We're all millennials and shit like that. Right. But like just watching, I feel like Baltimore has has kind of dropped that a little bit. I feel like people are starting to come together a little bit more lately than it has been in the past, right. which is dope. And so it's cool to see you guys, which are on like the fringes of it, just fucking doing that shit, which is great. Yeah. It's fucking great. So how do you guys uh, go about gaining your Instagram following? You guys just following, unfollowing, shit like that? Because that's what we do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a grind. You definitely got to follow people to gain followers. So that's yeah. where it started. If you want people to see us, we're going to have to see them first. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I ain't exactly. really hold you. I downloaded the app. Anybody that's not following. I'm going back on the fight and You gotta go. You got to. <laughs> and people hate on that. People hate on that tactic. But the reality is, it's like, you know. So look, what we do, um, what we do is uh, we have this bot called Auto Insta, and right. what it does is we we you can target in what you like the different hashtags and it'll like all the pictures in the hashtags you target in certain people like certain accounts and it'll follow their followers so you can actually target people that actually i'll I'll show you guys what i'm talking about do you guys do it manually you guys just go through yeah i know manually just click 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 (laughs) it's a a grind i started using an app you feel me okay to go ahead and see so then i go ahead and slap them yeah you gotta go (laughs) oh yeah yeah Hell yeah! So you got? Do you guys sell this merchandise out? Of, do you guys like do a lot of live stuff or just most mostly social media marketing things like that? Social media marketing. We had we we participated in like a fashion show last year event, but you feel so, me? It's mostly just just social media. That's sick, yeah. man. Who designed the shirts, by the way? We all did. Yeah. We all put that put that foot into it. Hell yeah! And so, who are all the guys in the group? We got Jizzle, Blow. Who are the other guys in the group? We got Vino. Hilo, we got Chris Two Faded, we got Cass, uh Coop One Five, Justo. Yeah, we, we got a couple people. Yeah, you guys yeah. got some yeah. dope got, ass fucking names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every single person that crew's got a yeah. great name, dude. So no here, I'm Jimmy, is Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people call me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got fucking Vino, one five and shit like that. Yeah. So did you guys all go to high school together? Are you guys all like original high school? Did you guys meet them afterwards? Um D-Lo, me and him, we known each other since like second grade. And Vino and D-Lo cousins, so we knew each other. Me and Vino you knew each other since like middle school. Mm-hmm. The rest of them I knew them since high school. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And the way me and Vino, you see, we was in the same grade, 
And Bo, you was like two years under? Yeah, two years he under. He was two years under, so when he first came to City, that's how I first met him. The vein, it was like it was all love from there. Yeah. Damn. Now I know a lot of guys who do because uh, I know a lot of guys who start that like kind of talent build up. I feel like they always come from a place where they're also trying to do something themselves, right? Like a lot of times, like if you're trying to build up other artists, a lot of those guys are artists themselves. Yeah, what do you guys do in your own personal like goals in terms of like, or are you just completely about building other people up? Or does anybody have like any individual aspirations? No, we got like a lot of stuff in the yeah. works that we working on. We do like. Like you were saying, live interviews of anybody trying to grind, but not just that. Like we in the works of making a game show yeah, featuring nice. like just the special Definitely. guests around Baltimore who also want to help promote their stuff. Definitely. Game show. That's a good ass yeah. idea. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. game shows in Baltimore. There's no, no game shows, shows fucking anywhere, dude. Yeah. I don't even know they have new game shows yeah. anymore. Dude. So yeah, you, you gonna see, see us, us on TV. On yeah. Oh my yeah. god, Steve Harvey, Drew Carey. That's the only fucking game shows I can think yeah. of, dude. We'll come with something tough. Those shits were fun, man. I remember, like, yeah. I feel like all the old games, I feel like 70s was the height of game shows, dude. And when yeah. I was coming up, there was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You guys remember that show? Who Wants I, to Be a Millionaire? I used to watch it with my grandmother a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a big memory of it, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> Those shits were for real, dude. Yeah. So where, do you, where, where are you guys at with the podcast right now? You, I, you'd mentioned you're still looking for a place to kind of set up and, and yeah. put it on right now. Yeah. yeah. So is the main drawback just like the equipment and the location recording stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. So we actually, um, the location we're working on is actually going to be like my garage. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to trick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> gave us some inspiration. Hell Jimmy yeah. E, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy got it tricked out. I ain't really yeah. cool. <laughs> That it's wall cool wasn't bugs. there before. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You fucking take a garage, you can turn that shit into a, pl- a podcast place. Pod- Real okay. fucking place. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. It's fucking great. Yeah, man, the way we got started was uh, this garage started out. Um, uh, my friend Scott, who's like a model actor, he went moved out to Asia for a while. But right. we, went to, we went to high school together. Eric and I have known each other since middle school. Yeah, we went to right. school in Towson. And uh, one day I was sitting out back with Scott in that driveway because we were just always chilling here like just an empty garage and just fucking smoke and drink or whatever right. we were like yo what if we fucking just like built up a place where like i could record my music here and you could fucking do your film stuff like we got a green screen on the other side and shit like that right. so we just kind of it just all kind of just happens organically and like the way it's crazy the way shit works and the way shit like piggybacks off of everything else because like i never had any inclinations to do anything like a podcast i didn't listen to podcasts i didn't even think about that shit like i was thinking strictly in terms of like i need a place to record my music scott needs a place to 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 film his fucking stuff and his his desk used to be over there and he would have his computer over there and i'll be over here and we just be in here like a fucking regular office dude every morning 11 a.m just fucking typing shit out doing whatever we weren't really doing shit watching youtube videos and shit but it's just like nice (laughs) it's just nice to have a place to go and then from that once you create that it's just crazy because once you create create one thing you can't even imagine all the other shit that shoots out of that so like the idea to have a podcast would have never even been conceived of if we didn't initially have the idea to build a studio yeah once we already had all the mics and the equipment to do it it was too easy not to do we were like i got all these fucking mics right we both talk just sit here and talk shit anyway yeah we're already drinking and smoking we might as well do it into a microphone right it's crazy how life works i would never Think I'd be sitting here, don't guest star on a podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I never think I would be doing something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Life work. <laughs> it's cool. We just, uh, just real quick, shouts out to the listeners in Czech Republic. Thank you guys. We just peaked at number fifty nine 
on the charts. 59 today? Uh, yeah, we made it to 59. I looked at the things. We oh went, so we, yeah. we got That's an email. We, we went to number 59 in the Czech Republic. I don't Czech know Republic. why it's po- popular in Czech Republic. <laughs> We're huge in Czech Republic, baby. <laughs> what's up, <laughs> slaves? How's it going, man? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> huge Russian fan base. I don't know what's going on, dude. Actually, I think the Czechs hate the Russians, dude. I think we just lost some fans. <laughs> Yo, fuck <laughs> Russia, bro. Fuck <laughs> Russia. Am I right? Yeah, we're dropping down the charts, dude. I don't know what happens. It's weird because, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, what do we do that would... It's weird because, like, our our listener base isn't primarily Baltimore. Like, we got yeah. a big listener base in San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. A lot of California for whatever California. reason. That's, that's how I feel about YouTube, too. Like, on uh, one of our videos, our Eminem diss videos, we got live comments on that, but it's like nobody from Baltimore. And when we did the live, it was a couple people from Baltimore, like, yeah, we from Baltimore, this and mm-hmm. that. Maybe everybody in Baltimore fucks with Eminem, dude. You ever think about that? <laughs> what were you dissing Eminem about? Uh, we No, we was watching the diss, the MGK diss. Oh. Uh, yeah, we was doing, doing that stuff. That's the way to do it, dude. When I was coming up, uh, YouTube was like the thing. So like back in 2011, bless you, you all the shit was like everybody would be doing like fucking acoustic covers on YouTube and shit like that. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was like all the rage. That's how Justin Bieber got popular. That's how fucking Shawn Mendes got. Actually, Shawn Mendes got popular off Vine, right? Yeah, because he did like a thing with that one Vine guy on Netflix. Yeah. They had like the superstar tour of Vinesters. They'd like went around the world. It was honestly kind of depressing. Because, like, <laughs> thousands of girls would just show up and fawn over these kids who were like being like tricked into signing like can't have sex contracts. And then, like, <laughs> like every episode, the manager would have to come in and be like, "Dude, that girl is way too young for you. Get out of here!" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you clearly <laughs> signed this. You can't have sex contract. <laughs> Man, what did I get in this business for, Dan? Uh, to not have sex? Jesus right. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that plane right now, dude. Where's all this sex at, bro? What the fuck? Yeah. I got this garage. I got this podcast. Where is the pussy, dog? Yeah, it's supposed to be flowing in just like that. I just don't think I don't I don't know if girls are huge podcast fans. I don't know if they're not. I don't know. Like we don't talk about like girl related shit, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We talk about Czech Republic related shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I figure like a one stop world tour. I can't even think of a city in the Czech Republic. Budapest? I'm fucking, no, I don't think so. That's I'm like fucking, Turkey. It seems like girls would be like more so in team with like the drama side of stuff. Or like yeah. what's going on in Hollywood. You know what girls like that? like that fucking freaks me out? Girls are murder super shit, into right? murder shit. Like serial yeah. killers and shit. What? CSI? I'd be like, what you do? Watch the TV show on 24, 48, first 48. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested in that. Like I had a seasonal job at um Victoria's Secret this past like winter break, and this one girl who I worked with in there like she would watch this show about real live murder cases that were getting solved. She wouldn't even watch the show like she would just play the audio because it's like you at work you can't Jeez. watch the show. Yeah, but it's like you like it's it that much to listen to it without <laughs> watching it. You know, they be studying that shit, little kid. They be trying. trying yeah. Well, the girl. first big podcast that I recall like that really that caught my attention and I'm kind of slow when it comes to that shit. Like I was way behind the podcast wave when it came out, but there was a podcast called serial and the first uh, season of it was based on a murder case that was in Baltimore. I don't know. You guys ever hear about that show serial? It's about this murder case for this dude named Adnan back. He, he lived in a, he like went Cadenceville or something. Yeah, it was in Baltimore. It was because he apparently he killed this Korean chick and buried her in Lincoln Park. You guys know where Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Drag. 
Huh? He was dragging. He was trying yeah. to get out. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I didn't realize Lincoln well, Park. He killed her in like a Best Buy parking lot. That's, that's the place to do it, dude. Obviously, yeah, yeah, dude. it wasn't. <laughs> 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 you can kill somebody. Got to do a Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go. They gotta go. <laughs> yeah, but that shit popped off and like. One of the big things uh, we just got a critique about this last week was saying like, oh, you guys need more of like a format, you know? But our format has always been just like bringing in people and just fucking talking about what they do. And it sounds like you guys are kind of on that same wave. Definitely. Yeah. Which is dope. So have you guys, um, have you guys done any of the live interviews yet or is this all work in progress still? No, we did actually um, a couple live interviews. We did, the first one we did was with... Um, Cash, he worked yeah. at the job with Blow and Vino and D-Lo. They, and Justo, they all work together for real. Uh-huh. And he was like a top chef in there. He made some banging ass jerk chicken, but he also was a rapper yeah. from New York. So he went in there and got his point of view. His I like coming from New York to Baltimore yeah. and just what the music meant to him and how his culture affected him. That was the first interview. Then we did interviews with Noonies, Bad yeah, Runners did, Noonies. Yeah, we did a couple Nunes. interviews with him. Yeah, we yeah we did one with him. Then we did one after that, the one with Monty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Monty. Who's Monty? Uh, he he's a rapper too. Bad Runners Nanny, he's a rapper. And then we, we did a uh, uh, money motivated money cash money. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then dude. we did another one on Nanny again because he coming up with some fire. So yeah, we got some hot so. shit coming. And another thing that we trying to get working on is like we also. Not only like promoting on YouTube, but we want to be like promoters, period. Like as far as like parties going, everything. Yeah, like even shows. promoters for a club, you're going to see us yeah, on yeah. a couple flyers. Yeah. The guy eating the money off the plate. We trying try oh, to yeah. get our foot in everything. Yeah. And that really is the way to do it. I mean, like just because uh, like I was telling you before, I play music professionally. And one of the biggest things that I learned was that, and it, that's that old cliche saying, like it's not, it's not what you know, it's who you know. But it's a very true it's a very true concept that like just just going around and do what you guys are doing and, and doing what we're doing and just meeting people and establishing good relations with people. You don't even really know. It's kind of the same thing as like how like creating the studio opened up this whole door of other options of doing the podcast. And then all of a sudden that leads to us here right now. Shit that you could right. never even imagine, you know, right. but just that that's the same way in personal relationships. You you invite people in. You know that you know Omani now, you know, uh, what was it got the chef's name again? Uh, uh, Kerry. Kerry, yeah. Like you, you have that relationship with them, and you don't even know what what comes out of that. Like if that guy needs, if that guy puts on an event, and mm-hmm. he's thinking like, "Yo, I need somebody to promote this," he's gonna think of you guys, right? Right? Like that's just how the world works, which is it's very dope. It's a it's a good it's a good thing to know, right. especially coming. Up. I feel like an old head right now because I'm just like fucking just telling you guys shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely feel you because it's like. Even just just like you said, the crab bucket mindset of being in Baltimore, like it's hard to even meet people here because you don't know where people's minds at. And yeah. exactly. the drugs like really take a hold over a lot of people's minds. Like they get on these crazy drugs, they don't even know what they be taking and how it's affecting them. Yeah, but, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy out here. That shit is getting crazy with the fentanyl and shit like that, man. Yeah. I know so many people just in the past year that have OD'd on that. Wow, and, like just it's crazy shit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't even know what the what to even do about it. I don't personally do that shit. So that's like one thing to do about it. Just don't fucking do that shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's the best first step. But like, damn, that's just like, wow. Where are you guys streaming from, by the way? On uh, You guys streaming from the Chase of Plate Instagram right now? Yeah, well, I'm streaming from my personal page, yeah. the Chase of Plate, Jezzle page. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm streaming from my personal page too. We were streaming from the Chase of Plate page earlier though. Dope, yeah, dope, dope. getting that pre-podcast cloud yeah, in. Definitely, yeah. definitely. How'd you guys get your name? How'd you get the name Blow, dude? By the way. So look, back in I, back in ninth grade, 
Vino, he used to tell he was uh Vino, he older than me. He okay. was when I was a ninth when I was a ninth grade, he was a twelfth grade. Okay. So he used to tell everybody I was his hitter. Cause I, you feel me? At younger, I was I was like a high head, and I was real. I was in two something. Yeah. So I used to tell everybody I was hitting, and everybody just stopped calling me blow. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you about to roll in here with a fucking lines of coke and shit. No. Like, Yo, you better no, come was, prepare no, me. Brought <laughs> all kinds of straws and shit. I was ready, dude. I was like, hey, blow. Yeah. You already know blow. what blows about, dude. What about Jizzle, dude? How'd you get that? Well, Jizzle, my name. It's been washed and thrown through so many. I got like a thousand different nicknames. In high school, they used to call me Blue, but um, I made an Instagram name one time, and like it was just like popping to put like Izzle and whatever your name was. And I yeah. came up with A Jizzle, uh-huh. and as an A Jizzle, people started calling me Jizzle off of that. And my brother moved, and he called me Jizzle Wop, so they called me Wop Jizzle. <laughs> Blue. I got like five I was gonna say, names. I feel like you've introduced yourself as like three different names just since you've been here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to call this. Why everybody start calling you E? Uh, just, it's just like a shortened. It was a It's like a very short name <laughs> already, too. But like, yeah. if you're just being super lazy, just be like, yo, E. <laughs> yeah, you got to come with a better backstory, dog. You'll be like, yo, when I was a freshman, <laughs> I was a fucking hot boy. <laughs> <laughs> That e. Everybody right. was like, yo, you want E? You gotta go to E, dog. <laughs> like, yo, you mean Eric? Nah. Nah, Eric. E. <laughs> e bro. No, who's that? No, E. Oh, yeah, E. Oh, <laughs> Damn. So what kind of what kind of music you guys fuck with? Because I know I was playing the Kanye shit. I'm assuming I'm a little outdated or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. What do you guys fuck with right now? Sheesh. Uh, All right. If I'm li- on a regular basis, I'm probably listening to Lil Baby. My mind's Nooney. Shout out to Nooney. I'm listening to, uh, you feel me? Jada Youngin, Quano Rondo. Mm-hmm. Any Baltimore-based artists? Yeah, Nooney here, Baltimore-based. I listen to some, uh, to some, um, some money a little bit, but I listen to some Young Moves, Izzy Scola. Dope. I go back to, to uh, Lil Scooter. I'm, y'all heard about Lil' Scott? Yeah, 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 man. R.I.P., dog. Damn. Yeah, definitely. That's mandatory. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a perfect example of... of I mean, when I when I heard about that shit, I was like, that's a perfect example of just Baltimore in a nutshell. Just seeing this guy makes a fucking banger hit, fucking actually doing something. And from all all accounts, it seemed like he was kind of giving back to the city. I can't... I couldn't say personally. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Right. But, and that's, that's one thing. Like, you never know what people doing when they be in the streets. Like, because sometimes you can't always be the good guy when you play in the streets. Exactly. But, like, as far as, like, school to... I can't say, like, I saw him doing, like, a lot of charity events. He never really, like, kids, promoted huh? the violence or the or the criminal activity. Of course, he did what he had to do. But he, like... And when he came out, it was really pivotal. Like, that was a big cultural moment for Baltimore yeah, as far as man. music goes. Like, and how, I don't know if y'all remember, like... It was like just this big scene of rap beef with like Young Moose. I don't know if you ever heard this song, yeah. True Bill. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and then school that he did that they say that I'm crazy in the interview song. Like, mm-hmm. they were like Baltimore legends after that because it's like, yo, this the shit you hear in the industry. They doing yeah. this in our city, yeah. and it just yeah. make you see like this city really talented. We got yeah. some shit we could work with here. Mm-hmm. Then right, be- right before they uh, popped up, we had G Rock. He got killed yeah. around, around the time that uh, school and them was popping up. Yeah. G Rock got yeah. killed in his own hood. It's a hood. another Baltimore rapper who got killed in their own hood. Baltimore rapper Nick Reed. He got really. They say yeah, he got Reed. killed on his own street. Jeez. Damn. All yeah, from, it's, all from the Ville. It's crazy. It's a war. 
it seems to be a lot of contempt. I mean, I said it earlier, but it seems to be like a lot of that mentality, like somebody else's success is your failure. And I could see that shit. Like, that's the thing that, that I feel like could happen. Because they always say, like, most of the people who, who did make it out of Baltimore literally made it out of Baltimore. So, like, they got yeah. famous and they went somewhere else and pursued their career. It's, it, right. it's really like you got to. With being in Baltimore, it's like people, people be jealous. They be envy. They don't believe in a, everybody can eat. They yeah. trying to get that bag themselves. You feel me? They yeah. selfish. So, and then yeah. I, I got to shout out Bad Hunter Izzy for the simple fact that he was one mixtape in and he got out the city. One yeah. mixtape. His first mixtape. He took that money and that success and that clout. Definitely. He never stopped applying pressure. Kept dropping music. Single, single, single. Dropped another tape. He got signed and he left. He may not have got signed to the biggest record there. It was not Rock Nation or nothing. But he did what he had to do to make it out. And his career yeah. grown. Like, he be... Messing with T.I. daughter, like he yeah. on love and hip hop yeah. and shit. Those, <laughs> yeah, we, those are big moves. For Baltimore. Is he messing with T.I. daughter? Yeah. That's big shout. That's a good yeah. look. That's big yeah. shout. I say he made it then. Damn. If yeah, I was fucking T.I.'s daughter, I'd say I made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty like, much. Oh, what you do? Fuck T.I.'s daughter. Got that on the Probably say I made it. Yeah. That'd be legit, dude. Yeah. Y'all good on whiskey over there? Y'all good? You got two cups over there? Yeah. Yeah. Always use, use another. I ain't even old. <laughs> about to light up another stoke right now. Dude, these camel crushes. Y'all smoke cigs at all? No. Nah. Yeah, people people your age don't smoke cigs anymore. Dude. Yeah. It's a lost. It's a lost. You guys vape? Hey, no, no vaping. No jewels. <laughs> I smoke weed. <laughs> smoke weed. That doja. Straight doja. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. So you, I guess you guys, you guys kind of um. I mean, I'm not entirely sure of exactly what part. I mean, you told me like Edmondson Village, but I guess you didn't yeah. get too caught up in all that other shit, right? You kind of like, did you did you get caught up in it in high school and then kind of break out of it? Or did you just always have a straight and narrow that you're going to fucking avoid that shit altogether? Like as far as like the territorial side I of I mean, it? as far as like just getting caught up in the crime and the drugs and all the, the fucking industry down there. I mean, personally... You do what you do. You know, you live and you yeah. learn. You grow up. Like, if it's the shit that you expose to, you probably going to get yeah. some type of involvement. Not saying you see drug dealers, you're going to be a dope dealer right off the bat, but mm -hmm. you're going to have some type of involvement with drugs. You're you going to know somebody who do drugs or you're going to do them yourself. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys have people in your life that were a little bit older that kind of steered you away from that? Like, who were your like influences in terms of like, were Pete? Did you were you looking out to people that were kind of doing the same thing that you're doing right now, or did you kind of just come up? This is like a from scratch idea, kind of like a yeah. This, we're gonna fucking build this shit. Yeah, this is this is from scratch. Like, wow, yeah, yeah, from everybody, scratch. majority of people I know sell drugs, do drugs. You feel me? Yeah. So it's kind of like at the while, like at the while, just saying like. The thing you feel me, I had to do things because I was missing something or being in a certain environment. Yeah. You feel me? So it's kind of like I understand. I feel the pain of the, the drug dealers out here. You feel me? Yeah. I want everybody like these people. People talented. You feel me? I want mm -hmm. them to chase their dreams. I feel like we chase a play. We can help people. Put you feel me? Push people that way. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, another message you want to send with Chase a Plate is that you don't. Cause it's like a trend that you gotta sell drugs. Like everybody around us say, it look like they think like, oh. Selling drugs the only way out. That's mm -hmm. the only way to make money. But there's other ways to make money, like yeah. legal ways where you don't gotta keep dealing with the police. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is gonna be a very uh, white guy input to this. 
I grew up in the county. Eric grew up in the county as well. I was at the poor whiskey in my ashtray. Very county move. <laughs> uh, so we both grew up in Towson. But uh, we both dropped out of college. And uh, I always had aspirations to be a musician. Um, but for the longest time, I was working as a waiter in restaurants. And I, I worked, at a, uh, worked at my first job, got fired after two years. Went to my second job, got fired again. Right. Two years. I worked everywhere for two years. So I went three separate serving jobs, two years. So I was a server for six years total, bartender, yeah. all that shit. And uh, I remember after my third time getting fired and I was looking around for jobs and uh, I was looking around for more surfing jobs. And I remember one of my friends was like, yo, like, why, don't, why are you only looking at serving jobs? And I was like, what do you mean? And then I was like, just kind of caught my curiosity. So I started looking around for like other jobs and shit. I went online. I was like looking at like sound guy jobs, radio producing jobs, working for different right. things like that. And I realized that like my mentality was so locked in to thinking that like the only way that I could make money was by doing this shit that I'd always been doing. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So like it never even crossed my mind to be like, yo, I don't have to do this. Like it's just what I've been doing. Right. There's other ways to get it. And so that was like, and, and of course for me, I was lucky enough to get kind of forced into it because everywhere I work was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> and so finally to at a point, I was like, all right, I got to figure something out. Right. But like for the longest time, people learned that in a way harder fashion, you know, because I was, I mean, that was from my experience, that was just in the service industry and shit. But if I had that same experience in like the shit in the city, like with the fucking drug culture, like people learn that the hard way and it sucks because like the mentality, I guess, for people that grow up in those areas is like, I guess maybe they never even thought that this isn't the only way, yeah, you know? And I never understood that until I experienced it myself, you know, in a totally different venue. Yeah, it's kind of like, if you if you growing up, you feel me, you you got to be, what, 14 to get up? You, you're not getting a job till you like 16. Yeah. If you growing up, you feel me, especially when you going to high school, you see people with with things like the newest iPhones, the, you feel me, the newest shoes and stuff like that, you can't get a job yet. And you grow up in the hood with all your friends, all the people you feel me, you see selling drugs, you gonna automatically, in order to get some money, that's what I gotta do. And it might not even be just to get the newest iPhone, it might be to eat, you feel me? So, and then after just growing up, keep doing the same, same thing, you see the fast money coming, You it's addictive. Yeah. You right. Feel me? And then also like, as like I'm a psych major at Cotman, so like a lot of the shit that goes on is a lot of mental health issues. Like a lot of people not getting the proper support, the proper nurturing, like, you don't necessarily see what people go through behind closed doors. Exactly. And that can make them react a certain way to certain situations. And it's like a lot of anxiety in Baltimore. Like a lot of PTSD. People don't like as high as the murder rate is supposed to be this small. I mean, I'm sure you know somebody who knows somebody who done seen some shit or probably done oh, yeah. some shit either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. So mm -hmm. like people don't even be right up here. So when it translates into the real world, it's going to be a lot of funky shit that go on. Yeah, and there's not a lot of places to turn to. Like, you got, I feel like City was a good school, though. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, I think, like, Poly is probably the best city school, maybe. I mean, yeah. I know I shouldn't say it to I you mean, guys. yeah, not to <laughs> us. Yeah. It's not to you. <laughs> City's dope. You guys have the night as the mascot or the yeah, black guy. You got guys, a castle baby. and everything. Write your oh, name yeah. in the castle before you graduate. Yeah, yeah. That's dope, dude. I've always been I've always been personally a poly guy myself. But that's only because we both went to Towson High School. It's about two miles up the road from Poly. Okay. And we would just like City's oh. not that far though. City's, City's kind real of close like, too. It's yeah. like goucherish, kinda like yeah. by Johnson. Yeah. Off the Alameda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh my wrestling coach was uh 
poly graduate and so we would always go down and scrimmage and, and practice with poly so they okay. were always like my boys down there but like yeah city so i always learned like i was like yo fuck city dog we seven pete right now fuck <laughs> 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 it original yeah, podcast that shirt snatch back yeah <laughs> <laughs> give me that shit bro <laughs> That's looking great. Did you guys play sports in high school at all? Or? I played a little bit. What'd you yeah. do? I played baseball my ninth grade year. Nice. I'm surprised I even made it 10. That was my first year I ever played baseball. Was City nice <laughs> at baseball? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And then I played football my 10th grade year. First time I ever played football at T. And I started. Oh, City was pretty yeah, nice was cool. at football, right? Yeah. You guys we, had a pretty nice football team? It would be Polly. Yeah. That's all that really bad. You guys like Dunbar? <laughs> trophy. Like, it's better than championship. No, Dunbar now. Dunbar's. When I was there, Dunbar was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's still. It's still Dunbar's is. still the shit. <laughs> they were the love, shit at everything. I love watching uh, I love watching the Maryland State Football Championships because it's right. always like that like super inner city school versus like some like hick ass Western Maryland school and it's yeah. always like that. It's like you see all sides of Maryland. It's just so cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome, dude. But Dunbar Dunbar won the state championship against uh Fort whatever. I don't fucking know their name. Last yeah, year. Dunbar got like a new field from Under Armour. Like yeah, that's dude. football I'm not even nice. surprised. Not yeah. Even well one thing City was good at we was definitely good at basketball. Like basketball oh, yeah. was our yeah. thing. We won the state championship. Polly went undefeated. Won the state really? championship. Yeah. Polly went crazy. For the last couple of years, I ain't really old. Really? Oh, I ain't <laughs> been keeping up. They oh, got right. people up there for like six, five, dunking up there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did they recruit or they just fucking had the natural talent right in there? I think they recruited. Well, probably. In my knowledge, they, they recruit. I'm, I'm going with that I, one. I know City, they recruited because my brother, he went to cop and, and he recruited um these two twins who played basketball. It was big as shit, like six, four, and six, five. They got the fucking Monstars playing. For yeah, them. like, <laughs> yeah, basically the Monstars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, that was probably like one year we had probably like four guys, six, four and over. Damn. Playing, yeah. So it was like Jeez. they playing like little guys, like kids. <laughs> yeah, right. What kids are supposed to be, you know? Like they're supposed to be that small. <laughs> right. Some regular like a, size kid. A regular ass team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what made you decide to pursue psychology? Is that like, a, it seems like that's like a passion of yours in some aspect. I mean, yeah. So I started off at like Morris College and that's in South Carolina. I was fucking up, you know. A whole bunch of shit went on down there. I came back home, went to a community college in Baltimore, and I took a couple psychology classes under my A degree, and I was like, damn, this shit kind of everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Anything you do, you can involve psychology in it, because everything, yeah. like, people think before they act. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you people always studying that thought process. So it was like, damn, this kind of like being a barber, like, you know, everybody's going to need their hair cut at some point, just like a doctor. Everybody has a health issue at some point. It's the same thing with mental health. So I'm like, that's a good ass feel. And I can give back to my city this way too. So do yeah. you see yourself, because I, I know with college, a lot of people look at it as like a, a plan A, but like with your psychology education, do you see yourself getting a job in that field or do you see yourself taking that knowledge and applying it towards what you're doing with this? Like just building the brand and taking your knowledge and doing that. Like is this, I guess what I'm asking is, is Chase, Chase a plate is like, 
plan A for you guys. Yeah, Chase yeah. a plate. Always plan A for me. I always talk about this. Like people like me, you, E, and Blowy special because we don't fit in with like a regular job. Some people can accept that. I don't mind working a nine to five. Nine to fives don't work out with me. I get into it with my bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I conflict with the hours. I'd rather yeah. be my own boss. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? I'd rather yeah. do chase a plate, but if all else fails, which I know it won't, I know we're gonna end up rich probably mm-hmm. in the next year to rich and famous, all yeah. that good shit. But yeah. Yeah. As a right now, I'm going to just keep something for a backup plan. Yeah. The end goal is to be an investor at the end of the day. Like We try and, try and have our money making money. So. Hell yeah, dude. One second. Let me put the cap on this, actually. <laughs> just fucking kicked over. Yeah. Just kicked Coke over a on full the two liter. Honestly, that probably made the carpet cleaner because yeah. most of the shit that gets spit on this is like weed and beer. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah, clean that shit up a little bit. Probably spill yeah. more on that. Yeah. <laughs> So what's like the next? I know you guys said earlier on that you got some things coming up. But want to speak on any of those? Or we got we got Saturday freestyles coming up Saturday. We calling it chasing buzz. We want all artists send us freestyles. I don't care if you write it and freestyle. Just send us vids. We putting it up. Which later gonna lead into something else. So I'm gonna keep on the hush on that. Okay. You feel me? Right. Ooh, keeping yeah. the hush, hush. Gotta, gotta keep the hush on that. <laughs> any other, any other hush stuff that you wanna bring up though? Any exclusives you wanna put out there? We got game show coming soon. Yeah, we gonna call that dumbing out. Yeah, dumbing out. You feel me? Yeah. The, the bottom way, the dumb way. <laughs> yeah. dumb, the dumb dumbing out. Way. I like that. Yeah, the yeah. dumb way is a good hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I relate to that mentality a lot, not the dumb shit. <laughs> I relate to that in a different way. But like um that's one of the toughest things for me coming up in high school uh and I went to one year at Towson University. And one of the most difficult things for me was I feel like everything was conditioning you to eventually work for someone else. Yeah. It's like the education exactly. was always based towards like, oh, you get a good grade, you get good grades here, then you get into a good college, you get good grades here, and then you get a good job. But it's yeah. like there wasn't a lot of education based around like running your own shit. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like I kinda like like Eric Eric locked out, dude. Eric works for a fucking production company where the fucking boss was a college Joey didn't graduate, right? He got his AA. He got his AA, which is you know, yeah, good as drama. It's just crazy. Like school, you you go to school eight o'clock in the morning. You take a lunch break, then you out. It's it's basically training you to to be to work for a job. You wake yeah, up early in the morning. And I was late. thinking about that because even Facts. in high school, like yeah. you wake up, you get there. Like I remember the the opening bell would ring at seven fifty for us, and like it was like you do that Monday to Friday, and from the day you go to kindergarten you're conditioned to just yeah. operate on that and like yeah. playing music and stuff like my work week is entirely different like my work week is the weekends like thursday through sunday i'm fucking right. playing gigs monday tuesday wednesday i'm usually just fucking chilling right but it's like my whole life was conditioned from the moment from the moment you're a little kid and you go to school you're just conditioned to fucking follow this path and it's like i feel like the best way to handle that is to always maintain what your goals are and take what you can get out of that system yeah. but don't let that system define you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah definitely. Just growing up, I always, anytime I had a job, I'm like, I don't, I hate jobs. This mm-hmm. job shit so funny. Not not anybody that, that has a job, do your thing, keep on hustling, but nah, you feel me? It, it ain't for me. I used to always get in conflict with my boss all the yeah. time, with general mm-hmm. managers. I, I never liked, I never liked jobs. Yeah. My favorite saying was always, I didn't understand it 
as a younger guy, but I was listening to a song. I think it was Wiz or something. Somebody said, get it how you live. And I finally clicked with me. I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh, that means like make your money doing the shit that you would normally already be doing. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what get it how you live yeah. is. It's turn, like turn just, a hobby to a hustle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. And and it's like it takes a lot of fortitude to do it because when you're out on a path, kind of like a straight path where like there's not really a clear cut way to go about what yeah, you guys are doing. Definitely. There's nobody being like, okay, so you gotta do X amount of Instagram live streams. You got to do this many interviews, yeah. and then you're gonna reach this p- next step. Right. It's like you gotta you gotta draw it out for yourself and believe in it the whole way. Yeah, Definitely. and like I think it's funny because like, um, you know, and it's everybody has their own personal experiences. Like I was very much like you guys when I was your age. Like when I was 21, I was like, yo, when I'm 23 though, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> trust me, dog. <laughs> yo, this garage gonna be fucking history. Right. But like, you'll be fucking surprised. Like, and, and people get lucky and other people make it sooner than other people. But the main thing is that like, what happens is a lot of people have this like, idea of what's gonna happen. And then it's just this slow path of like, being discouraged. You get to 23, and maybe yeah. you haven't done all the shit you thought we were going to do by 23. And that's when people start doubting themselves. And that's when people start reconsidering, like, oh, maybe this shit's not going to work out. And so you see a lot of people that, like, because when you're, when you're around your age, there's a lot more people that are about that same shit that you guys are about. Yeah. And then right. what happens is, as the years progress, people start to drop off. Certain people that you thought were about it weren't actually about it. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. just start to drop out because life gets scary. And you start, you start to get to that point where you're like, yo, this is my actual life. Yeah, this is my yeah. actual real fucking life. And I'm like 25, 26, and like, shit, man. I hope yeah. I don't I hope I didn't fuck up, make the wrong decision, you know what I'm saying? But that I feel like that's part of the process though. Definitely. Right. I, I feel like Jimmy's yeah. midlife crisis, right? Now. <laughs> 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 but no, bad at me. We do it. But like bouncing <laughs> off of what you said, like yeah. starting off from the bottom, it's like a cold place. A lot of people scared. Just yeah, because of the, just the thought of the work that you had to put in, yeah. the biggest thing you want to be. New that you don't know, don't yeah. Know about. Just, and then mm-hmm. they see other people who like already then it's kind of discouraging. Like I don't got what they got, yeah. You know, but everybody like I embrace the struggle. You know, yeah. I you come from the struggle. You gotta embrace it. So mm-hmm. it's like you gotta build yourself up. And I'm not scared to get my hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. it it yeah. took. I I ain't gonna lie, like. Couple years ago, I kind of, I kind of settled. I kind of settled for the. Hey, let me go to college, get this degree, doing all this other stuff. It took me to a point where I was on my lowest, like I was on my ass. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For me to really sit there, like all my life, I've been doing whatever I need to do. You feel me to make ends meet and all mm-hmm. that shit. You feel me? Yeah. So it's kind of on the tip, like let me go ahead. I'd rather live a life. Yeah. You feel me? Trying to live my dream than settling, mm-hmm. like. Fuck selling like that. Yeah, it's phony. You feel me? Shit, phony. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's better because like you got to think about like what is life actually about? Because like I, so like I know for a fact that if I were to go and decide like I got I got a license to be like an insurance adjuster, which is like going out and fucking climbing on roofs, writing up estimates for insurance companies for fucking damages. My friend does that shit. He made like. He made like two hundred and forty thousand dollars last year doing that shit. He went he went down to fucking uh, Florida during the hurricane. He went down to Texas when Houston had the hurricane. I forgot Irma and Jose or whatever the fuck the yeah, hurricane. Yeah. There's so many fucking hurricanes. <laughs> he went to all that shit and he was writing up all the estimates. He made like fucking bank and he travels the world right. and shit. And I just remember thinking like, 
I got the license to do that, and he kind of put me on for it. But I remember thinking, like, but like, at a certain point, you got to think of your life in other terms other than just the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you have, if you're making enough money doing what you love to fucking live the life you want to live, like for me, and and people always say this, like, oh, you're not gonna understand, but once you start making more money, you start spending more money, That's and it kind of always equals out. Like my yeah. friend, I feel like he's in the same. The guy who makes like three hundred thousand dollars a year. We still go out to the bars together, and he still just is like, "Oh shit, that tab is fucking big as shit." Like, right. like it's like no matter how right. rich you get, because like he's dropping money on fucking hotels and stuff. So he's in the same situation as I am. So at a certain point, it's like I think of my life in terms of hours as opposed to dollars. So right. like, how much of my life do I truly enjoy? Well, every time I go to work, I truly enjoy playing music. So right. in the way I look at it, for the past two years of playing music. I really haven't legitimately worked in the same way that like other people have to get up and go to work and other people get up and go to work eight hours a day, five days a week. Yeah. They might be making more money than me, but I enjoy a larger portion of my life. Yeah. Than yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and not only that, Jimmy, just think like the amount of years you put into somebody else's business versus the amount of years you put into your own business. You're going to see, if you put three years into your own business, you're going to see more revenue yeah. than if you put three years into somebody else's business it's going to be more long-lasting. Yeah. And you're going to be in control of your own plate. Like, can't nobody else take your plate off the table Exactly. because you don't want in the kitchen. Yeah. That's what they say. You can either spend your life building your own dreams or, or building someone else's. Exactly. That's really the only two options. You're either making money for yourself or making money for someone else. Exactly. Yeah, like even just think about like the jobs you get, the regular jobs and shit they want us to work. The people at the top is the ones thinking like us. Yeah. You know? Exactly. They the ones who run the business and these other people who I call weak minded, because I feel like they being conditioned to mm -hmm. just lay down and do whatever the fuck they told. That's not me. Mm -hmm. exactly. Like Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I was passed saying, me something. Yeah, 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 no, I'm absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird because I used to I used to look at them and I kind of felt the same way. Like, oh, you're weak minded. You don't have any like you don't have any gumption to like fucking pursue your own thing. Right. But you know, everybody has their own thing. Like, I have a lot of friends that are perfectly content working yeah. their nine to five. Yeah, and they can truly just know that they have the security of that job and come home. And their life is all about just being happy with friends and just enjoying it and shit like that. And sometimes, in a lot of ways, I envy that. Because like right. when I'm chilling, I have a hard time just chilling. Right. Every time I'm just lazy and around and shit like that, I always feel guilty. I'm like, yo, you got to be doing something. You got to be right. doing something. Yeah, you got to be grinding. I understand you gotta, that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like sometimes I envy people that are just like, you know what, dude? I got my paycheck this week. I'm working my job. I don't have to go back until Monday. I'm fucking kicking it this Friday. I'm fucking yeah. going out Saturday, whatever, having fun, and then going back to it. So it's like you need all those kind of people. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Because even even if you're and this is something I learned from from being in a band, you can't have in a business six lead singers. That's a fact. Right. You can't. You can't. You need to be able to appreciate that everybody plays their role. You know, exactly. so if you're going to be somebody who's an entrepreneur, be the kind of person who starts your own business, you need to understand that you need those people that are yeah. going to work that nine to five. Yeah, that, definitely. I, I feel like if whatever you do, I'm going to support it as long as you, you do it to the best of your ability. If you want to work that nine to five, do that. Just mm -hmm. work, work it to the best of your ability. You want to own your own business, then do that. Yeah. Dude, right. But put your hustle into it, put your grind into it. Yeah. And everybody has their value, man. Like when I go out and I get gigs, like, the drummer's not really finding the gigs. The bassist's not finding the gigs. But when the gig comes up, 
I can't play the fucking drums. Right. I can't right. play the fucking bass. Like, I need those guys, exactly. you know? Right. So everything equals out. And so you have to have an appreciation and just an understanding of who you are and an appreciation for who everyone else is and just understand where different people fit into your life. Because that's another thing that you'll come across as you go, as you go down the years. It's like you're going to run into people and, and some of them, you're going to think a certain way about them. Like I said, like you're going to realize certain people aren't as about it as you are or something it's like sad. that. Like when I was doing the band shit when I was a little bit younger, I started to realize like, oh, I was thinking like, yo, I'm down to fucking drop everything. Like if we get an opportunity, I'm about to fucking, like if we can tour, quit our jobs, fucking go out. And my friends that were also in the band were like, yo, I mean, I got this degree from Maryland in engineering. Like right. yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, just yeah. do that shit. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like I, uh, when I, at the time I was like, kind of like damn i thought that you guys are really about it you know but at the same time it's like you need to just understand how to reconstitute those people into your own lives you know i'm saying you need to figure out like okay so this person isn't going to be the person that's going to fucking travel across the country with me and play but this is going to be the person that if i have a gig here and i can hit them up and be like yo can you do this can you do that so all those people are necessary and that's all stuff you learn as you get older yeah. Right. But it sounds like it sounds like you guys, uh, and I, I'm assuming that like so like Vino, like what is Vino's story? Like what is he? What is he aspiring to be? Is he in college and stuff like that? Yeah, he's in college and stuff. But we 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 all got the same kind of kind of goal, like chase a plate, just plan A. And we want Chase to play the kick off. So that's yeah, dope. We just like a group of hungry. We just a pack of hungry wolves. Yeah. Everybody hungry. Yeah, like yeah, you know, hungry, on the same page. And it's enough money out here to eat. Yeah, so that's the other to, thing. We're trying to come up, but we're trying to elevate everybody else too. So right. Yeah. Right. That is a cool concept, chase a plate, because it, it is like one of everybody can eat. Everybody exactly. can eat. It's so it's it's dead the mentality of like, oh, if I get a plate, you don't get one. It's yeah. like, no, there's enough out here for everybody. You just gotta right. fucking learn how to hey, build each other up. So it's so much money out here. Yeah. And that's a difference between and, and that's where I think that Baltimore is starting to come on the come up, is because a lot of the other cities like what is the difference between a city like Chicago or a city like Philly or even DC, for instance? Like people come out of there, people make it out of there. You know, exactly. it's like, but where they come from, they they appreciate their own and they put each other on and they really exactly. believe in their people. Yeah. And the thing with Baltimore is like, there's always this lingering like underdog mentality about Baltimore. Where it's like, oh well, he yeah, he's big in Baltimore, but like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't like you know like he ain't all that. It's just cause- I guess cause just like Baltimore, we know it, home of the wire, the you feel me, the dope, the dope city, the mm-hmm. Heron, you feel me? That's that's all we know as. And then it's like people, and then it, it's like people. For instance, I just seen a post the other day where it's like, uh, females want to do is do hair and lashes. People mm-hmm. in Atlanta do all that. You feel me? Why we got making a negative type thing? People in Atlanta, a lot of females do hair and lashes. They help each other out. Why mm-hmm. can't we do the same? We can yeah. be better in Atlanta. Yeah, you feel me? We put our minds to it. So, yeah, exactly, man. It is. It is one of those concepts because I would always look at people like I've never been a big fan of things. And, and what I mean by that is like being a musician. I actually don't pay that much attention, and as much as I should, even I think, to like other people and what they're doing. Not that mm-hmm. I hate on them. I don't hate on them at all. I would support everybody that does it. But like, I don't go out and like try to go to concerts and shows and shit like that. Like, I'm very much focused on like. I'm gonna make my shit, and like so, it's actually hard for me to to like truly in like be a fan of something, you know? Because yeah. when I look at somebody who's doing something better than me, my first thought is, how can I do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like my first thought is like, how, what is he doing, and how can I do that? My first thought is never like, 
oh my god, wow, I can't wait to watch this guy. For real. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My my kind of my thought kind of like once I see somebody doing something, I be like, how can we collab? How can we we kind of gather and do something that's shaking that you feel me that help me out and help you out too. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How can I learn from you also? You feel me? How can we piggyback off each other? Right. That's like, the way to be. With situations in life, you know, like everything not going to bring a dollar to you, but it's not always about the dollar. Most of the times it's about what you can learn from somebody because what you can learn can bring the dollar. So mm-hmm. most of the time, like I'm just all ears, really. Like yeah. just try and listen to what they got to say. What can I learn from you? Like even even now, like you saw me looking around, like I'm I'm checking out your customizations, ask you mic prices, like what can I learn from you that's gonna help us benefit in yeah. a way. Yeah. And that's the way to be, dude. I feel like too many people are focused on the the money side of things way too quickly. Like the amount of like rappers and shit like that that they drop their first mixtape and they're already trying to charge for shit. Yeah. No, yeah. man, I'm doing money. this show. It's $15. Like, I never heard of you. Money, money, right. come, and, like, money come and go. Yeah, it's like you got to invest in the intangibles. You got to invest in like, yo, here's my fucking mixtape. Take it. If you like it, then maybe eventually you'll come out and see me. Right. But like you're trying to cash out on some shit that's not even ready to be cashed out on yet. Yeah. Right. And that's where people get caught up. They get too stuck in that kind of like money shit, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but... On the same token, if you're coming from a city that doesn't give you very many options, what are you gonna do? Right. You gotta yeah. cash out on something, right. you know. So it is really a, a cyclical thing. Yeah. But uh, definitely. yeah, we try. We try. We're gonna break that cycle. We gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, dude. So are you guys? I mean, like, are you guys? Um, obviously, you guys connect with me, which is super cool. Cause I, 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 whenever somebody from Baltimore reaches out to us, like. I'm always down. Have them on. Talk to what they're doing. Because that's what me and Eric, that's what Eric and I are about too. Like totally about establishing connections. We actually, um, one of the first times we did that, um, we had uh, all of our social media as LFTS podcast for Live from the Studio. Right. And uh, when we tried to get the Instagram page going, there was another podcast uh, called Live from the Shop. And they had the handle LFTS podcast. And I was like, fuck, dude. I'm trying to get our social media consistent across the board, you know? Because I'm not right. trying to be like, oh, LFTS podcast on Twitter, LFTS podcast underscore hashtag one on Instagram. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to do all that shit. Like, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck that much. Like, can, I just want to be able to say, yo, LFTS podcast on everything. Definitely. It's too hard not to find us at that point. Like, you're right. going to find us if you know that one thing. And uh, it turned out that these guys live from the shop were from Woodlawn. And I was like, yo, what are the chances of everywhere in the world that, that, that the Instagram that the <laughs> yeah. Instagram page that we wanted that handle from was right around the fucking bend? That's and crazy. so I reached out to him and I was like, yo, you guys have a thing going. I noticed that on your social media, you guys are live from the shop on everything except Instagram. For some reason, your LFTS podcast on Instagram, but live from the shop is available. And I was hoping maybe for like brand recognition, like we could take the LFTS podcast, you guys take that live from the shop. And they were receptive to it. And we actually got them to come on the podcast. And that was one of our best podcasts ever. Clutch. Yeah. A bunch of dudes <laughs> yeah. was on. They had like a barbershop talk podcast going. That's Super cool clutch. guys. Shouts out Ryan Norris. I think um, that was probably, that was episode 40. This will be episode 135. Um, so this uh, that was probably about two years ago that they came on, yeah. and uh, great podcast. I think they're doing a. Uh, I think they disbanded. And Ryan does a show called uh, Freedom of Speech, but it's spelled P H R E E, dumb like dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but they're dope, man. They're dope, and they've yeah. really been there on uh, nineteen hundred radio or something like that. But that that's just the way to do it. You just meet people in your city and shit Definitely. like that. Definitely. And I would like. I mean, if you guys, because um, we know people. Uh, 
I guess, you know, the minimal connections that we have to link you guys up with them. Just people that are a little bit further along that are kind of doing the same thing, yeah. like Ace Matthews. She, um, what, what was the, uh, the show in uh, A3C, Atlanta? Yeah. She was like a coordinator of that. Um, okay. just, just does different shit like that. And right. she's like the same mentality. She's not an artist herself. She's not like a fashion producer or anything, but she like fucking just builds other people up. She puts us on all the time and she's really doing shit. And people are receptive to her because she just has that kind of vibe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the people that's going to make it too. The people that, that want to see everybody eat. Exactly. You just yeah. had that moral code. You just got to have a good name in people's mouths. Because yeah. you don't know yeah. how much shit gets talked about. You're not shit, but just generic, just talk that happens about you when people bring right. up your name. When people bring up your name, you want good things to be exactly. associated with yeah. you. Because when you have bad shit built up about yourself, like, that really is how it works. If I'm doing music and people perceive me as an asshole or this, that, the other thing, when somebody has a big gig coming up, they're going to, oh, they we should get Jimmy. You, right? And they'll be like, oh, fuck Jimmy. He's a fucking asshole. Exactly. You know, let's get this guy. Even if I'm better than that guy. Exactly. You know, that's the thing because people don't want to see you succeed if they don't fucking like you. Exactly. Right. You know, that's the, that's the real key. Being a good person, being right. good by everyone you meet. Is probably the number one thing you can do in life. Yeah. yeah. If you if you help other people get what they want, they will help you get what you want. Exactly. Right. It's a whole mentality, exactly. and there's not enough people follow that. Yeah. And also, you gotta like be yourself. That's another thing. Like mm -hmm. being yourself will work out so much better for you. Because regardless of anything you do, it's always gonna be negativity brought up. Yeah. I can donate a million dollars to a a homeless shelter and somebody would be like, oh, why he ain't donated to a rape shelter? Mm -hmm. Or somebody going to feel like another group was more entitled. So you just got to stick to yourself. Exactly. And the people who show love, you got to show love back. You exactly. got to love everybody who show love to you. Because mm -hmm. even though love don't cost a thing, they don't got to show love to yeah. you. They can just exactly. ignore you, act like you're not even here. Mm -hmm. yeah. And being yourself is one of the hardest things because when you first start out in any industry, the first thing they'll talk about is whether you're a model, a musician, fashion, whatever. The first thing people will think, I don't know why I keep dropping this and picking it back up and dropping it. <laughs> <laughs> Way too fidgety. But the first thing people will tell you is like, instantly pick up another thing. God damn it. <laughs> the first thing people will tell you is like, you got to have a brand. You got to have an image. People, when people right. think of you, they got to they gotta have a, an idea in their mind. Something easy to grasp and, and just, uh, just like when they think of chase a plate, they think this. Right. And so I feel like a lot of people spend a lot of time when they're starting out trying to think about like like trying to be something that they think they should be. Like I remember when I was starting out, uh, I used to play a lot of like acoustic. I still play mostly acoustic shows and stuff like that. And I was always like, oh, maybe I'll just be one of those like Jason Mraz, Bruno Mars, Coffee yeah. House kind of guys. And like I would wear like sweater vests to my gigs and shit like that. <laughs> and like it just wasn't me, but it was like what I thought was supposed to be me, you know. And people weren't right. really receptive to it. It was like people can tell when you're not exactly. really genuine you know yeah, they can it's yeah. a sense that people have like they just know when it's not really you it just doesn't fit yeah. you know and so the real art is to before in my opinion before you can effectively market yourself you have to have a very clear understanding of who you are yeah. personally right, right. and that's a philosophical thing that's a, that's a i don't want to say spiritual thing but it like you have to understand who you are and what your place in the world is and once you understand it for yourself then projecting it out into the world is second nature. Yeah, it's right. easy. easy. And people, so when you don't have the understanding of yourself and you're trying to put this image out of yourself that you think you're supposed to be, people know. Yeah. Right. So the you hardest. You're so crazy yeah. trying to keep up with that image. Exactly. Too. Yeah, it's never going to yeah. be consistent. Exactly. Because exactly. a lot of people, they'll put out, and sometimes, don't get me wrong, sometimes it works. Sometimes. Sometimes you can put out an image and it catches, 
But then if it's not truly you, then the minute you grow out of that, or like you see a lot of guys who like had like one hit, two hits in the music industry when they were this guy, and you grow up a little bit older, and then it's like, what well, they still expect me to be this guy. You try to put exactly. out music that's more you now, and people don't fuck with it because they never really felt a true connection. They want you to be that guy, right? But now you're right. this guy, so it never really was you to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's definitely. Why never, that's why another reason I interview we we try to interview people that that own businesses because we we feel like. If people know who you are, they're gonna fuck with you more. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They're gonna, they gonna support you more. They're gonna feel that connection to you. So we try to interview people so people can, oh, yeah, this yeah, this is such and such from this and the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do this and that personal life. You feel me? Yeah. You if you know who you are, people will know who you are. Exactly. And that's like, that's one of the, the biggest things I've been learning growing up and becoming a man. Cause like, dude, the, the difference between like, the, there really is no clear cut time when you just become an adult. Right, right, doesn't just happen. Yeah, you don't just yeah. wake up and we're like, "Oh, I'm 25. I'm an adult now." <laughs> right. It's like one day this slow progression of time. Where you're like, "Oh shit, that person just called me sir," and like that person didn't carve me. And like, in the eyes of everyone else, I'm this grown man. But in my eyes, I'm the same dude I was in high school, yeah, middle right. school. Like I've always just been this goofy ass dude, you know. Yeah. And then at a certain point, you're like, "Oh shit, this is legit who I am." Right, yeah. <laughs> like fucking crazy. It's crazy. All of a sudden. It's crazy because when I turned eighteen, my mother she said she she expected me to be a dud. Like she she looked at me thought I was just a whole grown man. I had to tell her like, man, you feel me? I still got a lot to learn. You mm-hmm. feel me? I'm, I'm, I just turned eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Really a dud. You feel me? And I feel like I feel like honestly, a lot of the the way the system is geared right now, it's kind of geared towards like now it's like you get a high school diploma. It's like. Don't even fucking matter anymore. Exactly. Now you now, now you got to go to college, and now like the college degree is a new high school diploma. It's exactly. like you got to have a college degree just to keep your head above water exactly. in the in terms of the job market. So it's like it almost forces you to be in this extended period of like being a kid. Like it, it used to be like when our grandparents were coming up, dude. You were 16, 17, 18 Like you were a fucking man, dude. Yeah, like yeah. Right. maybe if you were like one of the smartest dudes in your in your fucking class, you'd go to college. Back in the day, going to college used to be like playing sports in college. Like right. the kids who were really good at football went to college football. The kids who were really smart went to college for academics. Right. It wasn't no fucking everybody goes to college. Exactly. One that shit. Like people that weren't smart enough to be the top ten in their class. Fucking got a job in the trades or fucking doing shit, and they make good money. And they be good, yeah. but you go to college, you trying to get chase at this education just to make good money, but yeah. you be fucking yourself over because now you're in debt. Yeah. So now you try to pay all that debt back. Yeah, and the colleges are all for it because they're like, well, fuck, now we got an entire generation of kids who thinks they have to come here exactly. to do this shit, so we're going to rake that shit, and we're not going to tell them any <laughs> yeah. different. We're not going to tell them, like, oh, you're going to get this degree, and you're going to jump back in the job market and be in the same exact fucking place exactly. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, no, no, no shade to to college because, like, I guess the main thing is too many people go into it thinking that simply following the motions or going through the motions is going to be enough to set them apart. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to go through the motions, get my degree, and that's going to set me apart. But it's like, no, everybody's going through the motions. Yeah. If your only claim to a job or to a business or anything like that is I did this and I got this degree, it's like, yeah, so did all these other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you gotta you gotta have you gotta have a clear cut in the same way that you guys are doing the chase a plate thing and having like a, a clear cut kind of idea of where you wanna be in a couple of years, that's the same way people should go about everything. Exactly. Right. Don't you gotta float your own boat. Don't don't go to college just thinking, Oh, I gotta go to college because everybody that go to college is in their float your, whatever you feel comfortable with, 
that's what you go with. I had to break out that myself. I ain't gonna lie. You Float your own boat. Yeah, I it's like, like that. the idea. <laughs> like you supposed to go to school. Like who says that you supposed exactly. to? Like, I didn't wake up and say. I'm supposed to be in this motherfucker at 7.45 a.m. <laughs> five days out the week. I didn't say that. Yeah. So it's like, it's just this idea of what you're supposed to do. You suppose, In my eyes, you're supposed to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm, Fuck exactly. going to school. Like, that's why I, I, I honestly think it might be a good thing to drop out age 16. It might should be befitting because I think you should really know what you want. <laughs> I want to I want to you drop out. I did not bring you guys on yeah. here and be like, yo, kids, trust me. Drop out of college. Yeah, no, get yourself a garage. Go, go ahead, finish high school. Definitely stay in school. Your own boat, but I ain't gonna lie. I can't tell you shit. I like, you gotta, I can't tell you shit. I like, while I hate a job, bro, it's hard to chase a dream without working some type of job, like, you need some kind of income, yeah. Do your Mm. thing, but you feel me, like, just Just don't get caught up in it. The main thing is, you got to surround yourself with like minded people, yeah, because it's easy to like it's easy to compare yourself to those around you, and if you're like working some fucking bartending job or whatever and you're just surrounded by a bunch of other dudes who are just drinking every night or whatever right. like that just becomes the norm and so you don't yeah. even think any way of it you know and if you're surrounded by like you have to surround yourself with people that are doing shit better than you exactly. and you have to follow yeah. that example because you basically if you're the best person in your friend group yeah. you're in the wrong fucking friend group because exactly. yeah. you, you you just you have to you have to have people in your life that push you to be better definitely. you know what I'm saying definitely and that, that's that's what our, our group full of you feel me like yeah. we all, everybody push each other in a, in a different way we 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 pick up on each other uh, weaknesses and stuff like that. Yeah, and most importantly, you guys are bringing in people from the outside exactly. that mm-hmm. are coming in and giving you a piece of what they're doing, exactly. and that's pushing you too. So you're in a sense creating your own network, right? Which it's is- like in the chase of play system, everybody wins. No everybody. one man is benefiting more than the other. It's really up to the people, the viewers. As if they fuck with you or not. Because, like, all we can do is help put you out there. Just like, all we can do is put ourselves out there. Exactly. And it's yeah. all about if the viewers being receptive to us or not. Dope, dude. Yo, I really fuck with you guys vibe, dude. I really fuck with everything you guys are doing. We've been going about... We've been going about an hour, dude. Wow. You guys, yeah, man. We just cool. been fucking Don't need coasting, man. Like that, man. Coasting, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking for real. That was sick. Um, do you guys, I mean, like, where can people, like, uh, chase a plate? What's what, how, how do you spell that? Because, like, I know there's some underscores involved and some yeah. shit. Well, how do people find you on so, social media? On Instagram, is Chase. I know y'all know I spelled Chase. Underscore <laughs> A underscore plate. Yeah. Instead of spaces, use underscores. Under- yeah. Chase underscore I mean, A underscore yeah. play. It's pretty simple. It's hard yeah. to not find this. Yeah. On Facebook, yeah. just put in Chase a play. You'll if you got a fucking shift key on your keyboard, you yeah. can fucking <laughs> type in Chase a play. Dude. You can fucking nail that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then so, what are you guys' personal Instagrams? Um, my personal Instagram is underscore J zero S E Y Y. That's another one of my nicknames is Josie. J zero S E Y Y. Yeah, underscore in the beginning. Under before oh, yeah. J. You can find me at C dot A dot P Jizzle. Hell yeah, J I Z Z L E. I hope you guys got your punctuation hand strong, dude. Serious typography, on social media, dude. That's fucking. And when do you think your game show is popping off? I mean, definitely this year, definitely in the first yeah. half of this year, trying to get in the first quarter of this year. Hopefully, we get yeah. something up by much. We definitely going to have to have y'all on there. Yeah. Dude, I would love it. Is it like trivia yeah. shit? I mean, yeah. it's going to be a bunch I'm pretty of nice stuff. With it. It's going to be like stuff revolving around like Baltimore culture, Baltimore definitely. slang. 
Gotta follow the page, kids. Stay in Gotta stay chimed in. Hell yeah, dude. I hope you do invite us for that, man. I've never been on a game show. I've also never really been on anybody else's podcast except for the ones that were recorded here. I, I produce a lot of other people's podcasts. They rent out the studio and shit like that. Okay. And sometimes they'll have me as a guest on their show. I'm like, this doesn't really count. Right. <laughs> Still the same exact If I seat. unlock the door to my own podcast, it's my podcast. <laughs> right. Fuck it. It's a whole different fucking story, dude. Y'all got, yeah, y'all got to be the first guest. Thing. Y'all got to yeah. be. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. This pen. pen. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. this pen. Smashing that Dude, I'm sorry, bro. Jimmy. I'm fucking. Hey, Dad, I, wanted Jimmy. Say, I wanted to say something, but I was like laughing. That's <laughs> <laughs> why I'm laughing. Yeah, oh, I was going man. ham on this pen, dude. <laughs> Guys, uh, let's see. Plugs, plugs. What do I have? I got gotcha. you. Uh, so in March, March 16th, St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to be in New Orleans, and I'm on a show there called Hags and Butts or something. Sounds fun. And, uh, yeah, come on out. I'm doing 10 minutes. It should be fun. Just come on down to New Orleans. Liz is on that show. <laughs> Eric's doing 10 minutes. Yeah. Hey, New Orleans listeners. There. Don't be late. <laughs> Don't be fucking late. It's St. Patrick's Day. Be careful. Uh, Woo! I don't have any other shows. That's the only thing that I've for in the future. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, let's see what I got going on. Guys, as always, every Sunday night at the horse you came in on in Fells Point, tend to close. That includes St. Patty's Day. I will be there with a undisclosed drummer. We'll be rocking out on St. Patty's nice. Day. I'll be wearing green. Don't worry about it. Uh, this Friday, <laughs> a.k.a. tomorrow, a.k.a. today, technically... I'll be at the Point Towson with the band. Um, that's 9 to 1. Valentine's Day, ladies. I'll be at uh, Mahaffey's Pub in Canton. I've never been there. You've never been there. So let's all go there. <laughs> let's fucking go there together, baby. I'll be there 8 to midnight. And, uh, don't bring a date. <laughs> don't bring a date, dude. Because I'm not. Uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, yeah, St. Patty's Day weekend as well. I'll be at Fells Point Tavern on March 15th. That's a Friday. 10 to close. And... On March 16th, outside on Thames Street in the fucking pavilion. I hope it is warm because that's questionable on March 16th. I'll be at the Point and Fells playing there with Dan the Animal. Okay, the Animal dude, he's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> he plays bongos and shit. It's, it's fucking gnarly. But uh, yeah. LFTS um, Podcast across the board. Uh, check us out. We're on iTunes. Shout out the Czech Republicans. Out there, fucking get us to the top 50, guys. Hey, baby, That'll check yourself before insane. you riggedy wreck yourself. Hey, I, dude. Like you. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Hell yeah, hit me sandy. <laughs> <laughs> but shit. Hey, till next week. Peace. Peace.